Welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally inappropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers are cured of their ailments on account of celestial universal healthcare. The group plays the part of Chadwick's entourage after running into an old friend. And finally, Belton leads the gang into the mountain heart. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. everyone this is the rule of cool we are an actual play dnd 5e adventure my name is sarah your wondrous dm and tonight the boys are going to introduce themselves by saying um what literary giant i would be like i would be or me, you would be sarah specifically me based on the writing you know me capable of okay i i have it Hi, this is Adam. I play Chadwick, the cleric of light. Yep, that was right. I was like, hold on, wait, am I live? <laughs> the literary giant that you would be is Grop from Harry Potter. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I forgot who that was for a I'll, second. I'll allow it. It was just the first giant no, piece I of like literature it. that I could think of. I like it. It is my fault for the phrasing. It's fine. <laughs> Keep going. Keep calling me fat. It's fine. <laughs> it was just the first giant I could think right. of. Hi, this is Alex. I play Reese the Lizard Folk Barbarian. And the literary giant that I think Sarah is, is Goliath from the story <laughs> of David and Goliath. <laughs> that is literally the only literary giant I could think of. This is actually probably the better version of this icebreaker than you all just complimenting me, so it's fine. There are some obvious answers, and I like the fact that all of you were like, no, Sarah doesn't deserve these compliments. Well, I was going to say Ayn Rand, so... <laughs> I mean, you said you liked her. No, I said I liked the first acts of Atlas Shrugged, and that I hated the last one, and that it was crap and garbage and you could tell she was patting herself on the back but the rest of the book was fantastic okay so ayn rand um hey guys it's uh jordan aka paley z aka sexy paleus and if i were to name a giant i would have to go with hagrid just because that's literally the only one i can think of right he's now. just a half he's giant. not a giant <laughs> even he's a half giant oh well that's even more fitting yeah you're not a full <laughs> giant now you're just getting lazy. <laughs> now you're just being lazy. I literally cannot think of another... A writer is what we were going for here. You realize the theme wasn't Shit. make me a giant person. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Jason. I play Vaughn, the wild mage sorcerer. And if I had to pick a literary giant uh, that Sarah is, it would be Jane Austen because she referenced that several podcasts ago. 
We have a favorite. Suck <laughs> Oh my goodness, a random loot drop just landed <laughs> in Vaughn's lap. <laughs> hey, last time we I tried, tried doing this. that and it was not good. <laughs> I loved no. it. <laughs> Do you know who was the best at it? Oh, mm-hmm. He's been practicing <laughs> in front of the mirror for hours. It is actually absurd the number of time those, times that I've listened to that song in order to get it down. <laughs> I mean, absurd. Like, I promise you, it was on repeat in my car, and that part would get over, and it'd start to get into the Spanish part, and I'd go, back to the beginning. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, and I'd literally, like, sit there, and I'd be like, fuck, I got it wrong. So it's like, uh, like, preteen Sarah trying to memorize one week. So where we left off last time, you guys were just entering into the Mountain Heart to visit the dwarf-only hospital where Cretheus was. Chad, your friend Belton was leading you in there and was also going to let you crash at his bachelor pad if you needed to spend the night somewhere. Cool. Uh, As a heads up for this episode, we finally have the whole gang back together. Jordan is back among us. And Jason is video conferencing in because now he is not in the city. Um, So it's been a while. It's been a month and a half, two months. It's been a while since before the holiday season, since we recorded. So bear with us. And I mean, we're better fresh anyway, so that's fine. Without further ado, this is the rule of cool. That's my line. So last time you walked in and you saw the mountain heart hanging down from the peak of the mountain and the giant cavern around it. Now that you are standing at the opening, your eyes have adjusted a little bit more. You are able to see. um, Gaping out in front of you is a deep cavern. The towering mountain has been hollowed out over the centuries, leaving a single massive heart hanging down from the peak so high above that it disappears into the darkness. The heart hanging like a uvula is honeycombed with crisscrossing patterned roads, creating cells for city blocks to nestle in. If you squint, you can see dwarves walking along the roads in defiance of gravity. A wide path circles the outer crest of the mountain, with arcing bridges spanning the chasm to connect the heart to the rest of the world. Stairways and tunnels break off from the outside path leading deeper into the mountain range or out to the surface. A low light emanates from the mountain heart and speckles the outer crust of the cavern in less dense patches, allowing for some visibility for even those who do not have dark vision. You stand in the most prominent opening. A massive stone bridge rises up in front of you after the initial landing, with the outer road curving off to the left and right. So the dwarves were defying gravity, like in what way? As in, like, there's crisscrossing roads among this 3D object, and they are able to walk on the outside all the way around. Oh, cool. Huh. So it's like a Mobius strip kind of thing? Um, except it's more like a uvula hanging down from the Whoa. peak of the mountain. <laughs> Can we, like, check in to see how much it would cost to get Idina Menzel to sing Defying Gravity in this part? Um, well, why would you need Idina Menzel? <laughs> when you have Sarah. When you have Sarah. <laughs> that's the only that's the only song I know from Wicked, so Yep. It if you knew one song from Wicked, that is the right one to know. <laughs> cool. So now that you have entered the beautifully described cavern, do you all have an image in your mind of what it looks like now a little bit better? A uvula. <laughs> I mean it's the best way I could like describe what it looks like hanging down in almost a teardrop shape from the 
And it just and by you all, you mean the three of us and Belton? Yes, it is. Uh, it is home. It is. It is mountain. I told you the okay. dwarves all yep. have accents. Oh God, I forgot about this too. Yes, uh, this is this is heartbreaking because we record, and then one week later, one very very successful college humor based D and D podcast also makes dwarves Russian, and I die a little inside because he is much better DM. Your Russian is good. It is good. <laughs> Unless I'm becoming French. It becomes French. I've never been able to do a French accent unless I'm trying to do Russian. But Belton, Belton walks you to the front of the opening so that you're not blocking traffic and just gestures towards the uh, honeycomb heart and says, it is home. It is, well, it is, it speaks for self. Hold on really quick. Belton was a dwarf. Belton, Belton is dwarf, who you've met because his family does trade. Right. He procures rare, rare difficult to get items for uh, aristocracy. You oh, guys are staring right. at the giant man, like dwarf right. carved hanging drop from the ceiling. That is a massive city that would like hold thousands With of people, people walking on the outside of yeah. it somehow. Yes. Oh my God. Is this like where vampires live? Yes. <laughs> Reese, no, they're not vampires. How many times do I have to tell you? But they're like hanging upside down and stuff. Like, oh, I've seen this before. You have? You've seen a vampire? Oh, like in a picture show. I don't, I'm pretty sure they're not vampires. I'm guessing that's magic of some sort. Belton, I'm assuming that's magic of some sort. It is uh, ancient world magic, yes. Huh. Founders, founders of city find the magic. They use magic to make home, most impressive home anyone ever seen. It's pretty impressive. Most impressive. So, Belton, we're here for the 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 hospital. Yes, yes, of course. It is Crossbridge in inner core of uh, heart. Cool. Are you going to come with us, or do you of think... Of course, I take you there myself, good friend. I, I would never leave good friend to wander by himself. That is dangerous for you and me. That's very true. Is that, like, where they keep the blood? Reese, be nice. Yes, hospital. I mean, it's a hospital. Hospital is where blood is kept frequently. Yes, uh, also probably uh, many uh, magical people mayhaps have uh, blood for use. Daily, uh... Magical blood? Magical blood, yes, uh... Well, I don't know, the, uh... The fancy, the fancy magic people, they do what they want, uh... But I... I have procured blood of, uh... Different sources before for certain patrons. Okay. Yeah. You can, like, give me blood? If you wish to procure my services of that nature, we can certainly discuss business. You, friend of, uh... Friend of Chadwick is is good business friend for me. I definitely don't think we're going to need that. And I look at Reese like... I can procure other rare, difficult to come by items as well. Bones, meats of different varieties. Belton, can we... Thank thank you, but can we just like... We really need to get to this hospital. We desperately need to see... You are his servant. I can procure you able bodies. Oh, that's right. You are my servant. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you, Master Chadwick. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I assumed you'd want to take in Splendor of City. It is 
best city ever built. But if you must insist, I will take you directly there. Yes, I would really like to get there quickly. It is beautiful, but you know, time is money. Time is of the essence. Yes, it's well, probably more accurate. If is. I if I walk up there, will I fall off? Uh, no, you you should be fine. Uh, maybe it's a little short for you, but you should be fine. Mountain Heart is not built for built for figures that are not ideal. Uh, dwarf is genetically superior, built perfect for the world. Uh, the rest of you can crouch. Hey, Chedwick, I told you they were fucking vampires. Reese, be cool. I was whispering. Yeah, and I whispered back, <laughs> Reese, be cool. Yes, of course. Uh, break this way of cross bridge. You guys start to cross the bridge. Sir Belton, is there a tavern by this hospital? Uh, wait, I'm sorry, what? That's the weirdest <laughs> looking dwarf I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, bitches. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> A familiar face, <laughs> familiar face pops up from behind you, casually. Oh my god, Peleus is a vampire too. He actually might be. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. He's followed by a familiar face. <laughs> I've only had blood um, once or twice. Yeah. Wait, you've drank blood once or twice? Yeah. yeah me too. I think. <laughs> oh, you definitely have. Uh, you made Scrafford. I that did not. It was not blood soup. It was like meat soup. You but had some of that, didn't you? I still you? have some of that soup. Yeah. <laughs> but guess who cleansed that bitch? Bailey has popped up behind you, followed by your um, your nice guardsman from earlier, Carnip, uh, who is carrying Palis's, uh bags for him. Wait, I, I'm extraordinarily confused here. How did you know where we were? How did you get in? And I thought I told you to... I thought I'd relieved you of your duty. Z. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, you said that was the guard that yeah. I had. Okay. It was the guard that you sent So home. I said I thought I relieved him of his duties. <laughs> yeah. You sent him home. Okay. He's looking back and forth between you and Baileus. <laughs> oh, no. So I stumbled upon uh, friend Con up here on the way into uh, Herb. He said you guys were headed this way and was down for the road. Sounded very like southern. <laughs> I stumbled upon, yeah. and I was like, "I stumbled upon." <laughs> remember that. We decided in true Paleus fashion, this would yes. be the easiest thing ever for Paleus to just get into. Yes, yeah. no, I mean, I, it is. Yeah, I imagine him like Domino in the Deadpool two movie, where just yeah. like shit happens perfect for Paleus all the time. Yes. No, he was looking oh. for you guys, and you sent him home. So he's crossing paths with his guard. First guard he sees, he's like, "Hey." Have you seen these guys? Luck is not a superpower. Yes, it is. No, yeah. it's not. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Belton, what was the nearest tavern? Well, uh, nearest tavern uh, for dwarves is up ahead, but uh, for all people is back back outside of mountain. Uh, many taverns have different, different preferences. Well, Belton, so this is my friend Paleus. Yeah, very nice to meet you, Babius. Nice to meet you, too. We were waiting for him. I didn't realize he would meet us here, but not together <laughs> all surprise. Not altogether surprised that he's here. He is a well-connected, very important person to get in so easily. That he is. <laughs> you could say we're very well-connected. Yes, uh, 
I can show you to tavern. I show your friends to hospital. Uh, or we all just come back to my place. I find some women. I find some uh, items that you aren't going to get in tavern. And we have night of it. I think that sounds like a brilliant plan. What do you guys think, Potty? Excellent choice, sir. <laughs> Paleus, you remember, or you've met my bodyguard and my, my servant before? And I wink, like a quick little sly link, wink. I wink. Oh, yes, your lowest, but most loyal servant. Well, I mean, I my bodyguard's pretty good. I mean, this guy. Yeah, wink. Well, what did you wink for? Reese, how did you know I winked? Reese <laughs> and your week was fantastic. <laughs> yes, uh, you travel without contingency. Yes, self-sufficient man. It's good, good on you, good on you. Hey, you should come with us, Paleus. We're gonna find a goat man. A goat man, you say? Yeah, we're gonna like totally kill it. You had me at kill. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So we'll go to the bar later. <laughs> awesome. Which yeah, but- is good because there was only one word after kill to sell you on it. <laughs> <laughs> you said the magic word. Okay. But uh, like, I, I totally want to go to your house later and take all of the substances. Yes. Uh, and find all the ladies. But you insist on going to hospital first to visit old man. You, you, you insist on this hospital's crazy murder quest first. Yeah, that's like the best sounding thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Crazy murder quest? I mean, I hope it's not a crazy murder quest, but we're intrigued. Oh, I do. Uh, Hold on to this one. Make sure I I may try to hire him away from me. I don't think you're... Mm, Okay, sure. What does he pay you these days? He pays me like three gold a day. He he pays a, a, a substantial living wage. Well, I, are you a package deal or can I just have the good one? No, they are a package deal, unfortunately. We are we have sworn fealty to uh, Sir Chadwick. This, all that's religious nonsense. I mean, good for you, good for you, but uh, I am much too busy. But uh, yes, I, I take you to hospital now and uh, then you get that silly quest over with. You come back to my place. We lose our minds together. We grow deeper in bond and friendship. Absolutely. This is my favorite place (laughs) ever. (laughs) We make friends with all the shady people. Yeah. They get shit done. So, as you're having this discussion, you're walking across the largest of the bridges. Uh, You start to feel a little pressure around you as you get close to the mountain heart. You walk through what almost feels like walking through just a wall of water. And then you're on the other side, and you feel fairly light all around you, almost like you're walking on the surface of the moon. I definitely know what that feels like. You you get the feeling that it would be fairly easy to jump to the wall and walk up a 90-degree angle. I do that. <laughs> there is a road, there's a road going straight up from this bridge that you could jump up on if you would like. Um, yes. Okay, so you jump up there. And, and I jump back and jump back, jump up there and then jump back and I go, hey, Bailey's, look at me, Vaughn, Thomas, well, I don't know, someone, look at me. And then I just go, Reese, wait, what? Stop. Come over here. I slowly walk over to Chadwick, a little confused. Hey, we can do that later. It's really cool. I understand. 
We need to get this done. I'm All right. sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You're a good you're a good guy. And I pat him on the shoulder. I'm a good guy. <laughs> uh, no, your friend had the right direction. Uh, we need to go up oh. uh, a couple blocks and then we go inside. Uh, so just just uh, follow me. And he makes a small leap up onto the uh, 90 degree perpendicular road to the bridge and starts walking up the outside of the mountain heart. I'll be like, Reese, fine, we can go up. All right, I try to do like a back handspring onto it. Not sure what that is in real life. Make an athletics check. Sure. Or an acrobatics. I think it'd be acrobatics. 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 14. You're fine. It's not that hard to walk in a big city. Just if you're going to do something stupid, like a back (laughs) handspring. I still don't know what that is at all, but I think it's a thing. Is our dexterous rogue going to try to outdo him? I'm not really tr- trusting this whole street thing, so I'm kind of awkwardly just putting my foot slowly up just to be sure it catches, and then... Yep. It does. You can do. You can walk. Fine. And, like, I I do it. I have uncertainty in my mind, but I just kind of, like, try to play it out. Like, I try to do this like I've been here before, and, like, there's no big deal. MBD. Yep. And I just go about it. Yep, yep. And as you're walking, um, the buildings come out perpendicular from the heart. So you have city blocks that are, I think, inceptioning around the outside of this mountain heart. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> Not Reese talking. Yeah. So Reese will try to spit on someone, I think, if they're like down below him. You're going to try to spit downwind? Yeah. Like down gravity yeah. sideways. You're going to try to gravity it down? Yeah. That's what I smart. notice that he's trying to do this. Sure. I doubt hawking a Luzi would be that subtle. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> Reese, <laughs> really what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to try to spit on these people. Why? I've never spit in like weird, crazy sideways Uvula world before. Okay. How, first of all, I have a couple questions. How do you know what that word is? <laughs> what word? Okay. <laughs> I thought everyone had a uvula. How do you know what that is? Yes, we do, but how do you know what that is? I'm not a moron. Like, I know the anatomy of my arm. <laughs> Again, we get uh, outraged. Reese. Outraged because he does know things. How dare you, Reese? Yes. My favorite Reese. It is mine, too. But I also like the fact that when I said uvula, I'm pretty sure at least two of you were like, is that a sex <laughs> word? I went, I went like, vulva? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. one of you two was just like... <gasps> that was, it was me. And then I went, wait, nope, that's not what I thought it was. You try to spit, and it goes yes. straight down. Like, not on someone. It is almost like you are walking upright. Your clothing is hanging down like normal. If you had hair, it would also be hanging down like normal. Your spit goes down. To the sidewalk. That was very disappointing. Thank God you didn't spit on those people. Uh, Belton just suckles and goes, <laughs> you, will, you are not first, friend. You are not first. Uh, it is many a child's favorite pastime to try to get advantage on the mountain heart. You hear that? I'm not the first. I didn't figure you were. You guys are walking. You walk a couple of blocks. Um, and... On the side of the street is where there normally would be a block. It is almost amphitheater style stairs down. 
um, to a more steep staircase that takes you down a level inside. He directs you to follow him down the stairs. It is much darker in this next layer. So if you do not have dark vision, you may need to do something. I touch my finger to my shield and use my light cantrip to shed a light. Yep. So you're walking down. Underneath is a second, less ostentatious layer to this mountain heart that mimics the outlay of the first layer, but has shorter buildings, um, more uniform buildings, a lot more administrative looking people, less townsfolky. So people who are not mingling or meandering, they have a destination and they're going someplace. He leads you down some streets and says, uh, try not to look around. Try to follow me briskly. Keep head down. It is not common we have outsiders on this level. I think all of you should be fine height-wise. It's probably like an eight or a nine foot tall ceiling here. But it may feel slightly claustrophobic to the taller among you. Like someone who's six foot eight? Yes. So it's going to feel fairly cramped to you. It is like a one-story dwarf level down here. He takes you past some buildings. Um, You see some clerics walking around. Some people carrying books. Uh, Eventually, he leads you to the front of a building that is the size of a block. Which he says, this is... uh, Hospital for senior, senior dwarves of, of uh, repute. Uh, your your men will be inside. I can take you in. He opens the doors, walks in, checks in with the nurse, starts arguing with her in low tones, trying to convince her to let you back to see Crethius. Because this is a, one of the elders of the dwarves who is in the hospital. I'll or possibly poisoning. From the background, I'll be waving. Um, I'll make sure that it's fairly prominently, that I'm prominently displayed as a, like, my all my cleric garb. So hopefully that lends some. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, roll a persuasion. Ten? Ten's not going to hurt you, I guess. You persuade them with your body. Mm. It's a little. It wasn't. Wiggle the hips. It wasn't bad <laughs> enough. <Gucci-gucci. laughs> it, it basically hey. does the average of. I am a normal person. Yeah. I'm not important, but I am not dangerous. Uh, he argues for a while and then says, uh, she is uh, saying it is not visiting hours for Crethius. Uh, we can make appointment for you or we can uh, try alternative methods to let her get past. It is up to you. It is not my quest. Can I walk up to her? Yes. Okay. Ma'am, does she have a name tag on? Yes, she does. Miskiel? Miskiel. Miskiel. It's a beautiful name. Yes, it is. So I'm here on some fairly important business that I really, really need to talk to him. I know that it's outside of like outside of visiting hours. I'm really sorry about that. If I could have gotten here any sooner when it was visiting hours, I totally would have. But I was delayed in the city. You know, getting through as a human is hard. This is not my problem. I cannot help you with this. Well, I was hoping you could. Or do you know of any way that um I that I can get back there sooner rather than later? You can take it up with my supervisor or you can uh, help me help you. What can I help you with? I don't know. Uh, do uh, funny folk like yourself uh, 
use the same methods of friendship as uh, we dwarves. Hmm? What I know. I mime what like I a know. blowjob motion to <laughs> oh, Peleus. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you've bribed people more that way. Would I you know what she means? You could roll an insight. No, that. Well, I didn't know if, like, in, in my experience, had I experienced how dwarves make friends? Roll an insight or a history. Hold on. I'm double checking my history. How about I'll do an insight? That would be a 10. Well, you know, when you made friends with Belton, you guys did a line of something together, and that made you guys solid. Wait, I did that? Like a while back? Yeah. I, oh, who? Was it snuff or something? It was probably something like introductory. <laughs> it was like an introductory something or other. Okay. Like and I a, would, okay. Or you smoked something together. I mean, okay. So wait. So he, Or she, you drank something that he mixed into your drink or like you just, you just. I had to do hard drugs with this girl? That's what your history check is telling you. You did the last time you befriended a dwarf. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you befriended the, the underground okay. guy. Right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to look at her and I've been like, well, I've made friend with only, you know, Belton here, but I don't know that he would necessarily do the same thing you're talking about. What, what can I, like, how can we be friends? I'd love to be friends with you. I have student loan payments. This oh. job does not pay much. I hear oh. this from the back, and I start walking up, and I take out a knife to cut my arm and give her blood. Does anyone <laughs> oh, stop me? You know what? <laughs> I smile and say nothing. Do you do that? <laughs> yes. Oh, she goes, oh, your friend is injured. That is different story. You are uh, patient, yes? You are, uh, you are patient of uh, esteemed dwarf. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, uh... Uh, we can we can take you back to room, uh, get that stitched and looked at. Oh, thank you. I do want to see the steamed dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> she says, it will be uh, five gold for treatment of your friend. I take out and give her five gold. It's very easy. She puts you in a, or tries to put you in a wheelchair that you're not going to fit into. What I'll be like, I, I mean, he, he's walking. He's totally fine. We can go back. It is hospital policy. I sit All on, patients must sit in I wheelchair. sit very heavily on the chair. Does it have a hole for his tail? No. <laughs> sitting on your tail. Roll a strength. A strength? I'm not intentionally breaking it, but okay. You said sit heavily. But rolled like shit somehow. So that's a eight. It creaks and like you can hear some of the fabric ripping. But it somehow holds you, and she strains to push you down the hallway. Do I still... My tail got bitten off. Do I have... It's slowly growing back. So how long are we talking? Like halfway? Yeah. Okay. So she's straining to push you around the corner. And once she gets you around the corner, she says, Oh, well, I must leave you here for uh, other nurses to come get you. I must go back to my desk. But uh, I'm sure you can uh, wait here and... um. Room room 2A is beautiful room if you want to go visiting uh, while, while you wait for your appointment for your arm. I will um, thank her and like shake her hand and have 20 gold in there. She takes it and she says, oh, yes, sweet. We do speak common language. You are a good friend to dwarfs. <laughs> I'm going to open the door for her to, to go back to the receptionist desk. Yep. She goes back. She sits back down. She uh, shoves the gold into her bosom. We start going towards the room, and I use my feet to slowly pull myself along in the chair. 
<laughs> instead of getting up. Okay. So you guys get to room two A. The door's closed. It looks dark inside. I knock. Do I have my maul? No. Yeah. You if you, unless you left your weapons, you have them. No. no. Hold on. No, I know his I would look at him and be like, no, don't do it. And I knock. Filton is with you. I would like to also point out that your friendly guard that you bribed earlier, Carnip, is still with you carrying your bags. Unless you send him away. Carnip. And then I point over to Reese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Carnip. <laughs> Reese, uh, he, he comes over to you and grabs whatever you're willing to pass off to him. And he's uh, staggering under the weight of all the stuff you guys are having him carry. But he's managing because he's a sturdy gu- guard dwarf. <laughs> hey, push. Oh, my God. <laughs> he uh he looks back and forth between the three of you because he's got stuff in his hands, so he can't really push. We just shake no back, like, you've got this. He uh he does that head nod where he's like, oh, okay. And he, like, just stands back behind you all respectfully. You guys make it to the room 2A. You said you knock? Yeah, I'm going to knock. You knock. And a female dwarf with a sword at her waist comes to answer the door, crosses her arms, and stands in your way. And says, uh, may I help you? I'm here to see Crethius. Uh, Crethius is uh, not available at the moment. Uh, you can make an appointment, and we can see if you fit in, if we fit you in. It's it's of high importance that I talk to him. I know he's here. I'm, I know this is a little bit unorthodox. I know what happened. I promise. I'm a cleric. I'm not here to do anything weird. We see many clerics uh, in this hospital. I'm gonna pull out the um, the um, paper th- with the Goatman quest on it. You do not have that. Yep, we gave that to the. Uh, you gave that to Murdar, the Temple Historian. Oh, do you have your shiny guild card? I do. You could pull that out instead. I do. I can show that. Oh, I could. I can flex my bicep too. So you show your guild card. Yeah, I show my I show my guild card and and. Uh, Tell them, uh, we're here on important business. Yes, uh, most most people think that their business is important. What does this piece of paper tell me? Uh, we're, we're here on uh, behalf of Dell. Uh, from behind her, you hear a grumbly voice say, Did you say Dell? Yes, yes, we did. I'm going to try and lean like around to see uh, on the other side of her. Yes? You are here on behalf of Dell. We are? Let them in, let them in. Jason, I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast or send an email to theruleofcoolpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to Sir Isaac Newton. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by the movie Gravity, starring Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is the song Orchids by Ubred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, ubredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast.
begrudgingly moves to the side to let you all into the room. She does not turn on a light for you. So it is still a dark room with a very sick looking man in bed. As we go in, I'm going to make sure I am I in first since I was knocking. Sure. Okay. I'm going to stop and look back at uh, Vaughn and I'll be like, Tom, do you think that uh, can you take some stuff from Carnip, please be of some actual help? I'm going to I'm going to glare at him. Yes, sir. I'm going to go just like hold out my hands to to have uh, equipment offloaded up for me. And then, like, sort of in like a, a lower, more hushed tone, but one that Belton definitely can hear. I'm gonna look at uh, Tom and be like, "Tom, I need you to cut the attitude." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lean in, and then I'm gonna yes, turn around sir. and walk in. Carnip <laughs> uh, gives you a once-over, quick up and down, and like just hands you like just a light bag, whatever backpack Paleus has. Okay, you know the lightest thing he's probably carrying. Okay, because he. Does not think much of your physical prowess. He's not wrong. So you walk into the room. It's dark. There's an old, sickly-looking man in a bed that is white, and it has the blue Hill Ram logo on the bottom of it, like every single TV show ever. Let's just pass. I have no idea what you're talking Hill about. Hill Ram. It's based in Batesville. It makes all of the medical beds, pretty Where, much. Where's forever. Batesville? Literally Indiana. not joking. <laughs> Indiana. Yeah. Kentucky. Of course, of course uh, she would know okay. that. So if you've ever watched a medical TV drama? No. I saw like two episodes of House once. They are in house. That's a confusing sentence. The beds, <laughs> the beds in house are Hill Ram beds. Okay. It's, it's a thing. Other people will get my joke. I thought it was a Hill Ram and you were just saying it weird because we're trying to no. find a Ram. And I was like, oh, what's a Hill Ram? Like, hill Ram. Hmm. Uh, and he says, you are here from Dell. I confidently am walking in. And as I'm walking in, probably let my light cantrip go as we're walking in i'm i will uh as i'm walking in i'm saying I li- i'm like crathius and i like i touch my shield to make it light up again so that way i can see do i know you son i don't know you don't know me but we are here to help you i guess <laughs> i am not sure what you could help me with uh, well, we were sent here by dell yes i heard that part dell is long friend long time friend we're here to deal with some... A goat man. What he said. He he looks at you and he says, Nizwina, close door and guard. Close door and guard. And uh, she closes the door and stands outside of it, guarding it. He says, uh... Oh, wait, hold on really quick. Um, If, she, if she's going to stand outside, I'm going to tell... Katniss. Yeah, Katniss. Katniss. <laughs> Katniss Everdeen Carnip. to go stand outside. I'd be like, uh, Carnip, can you hand the rest of those to Va- or to Tom and then like you can go out and stand guard too? I thought you were going to s- banish yes, me sir. to be outside too. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Just a reminder, Belton is still in this room. Oh, hey. Mm. He's uh, sitting in the chair that's next to the bed, just uh, that's true. Rolling a coin along his knuckles, oh, just to entertain himself. <laughs> that's creepy as fuck. He goes, uh, "Good to good to see you again, Carthius." And he goes, "Ah, uh, ah, oh, Belton, uh, getting into trouble again, I see." And uh, Belton just uh, chuckles and goes, "Yes, well, uh, trouble makes money." So, uh, how do we get rid of him? Or do we? We could just let him stay. 
He, you will have to tell him you do not want him in the room to get him to leave. I mean, this is official guild business. Freeze is not smart enough to do this, but Alex was trying to think of a way, and I'm not. All, I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I think I'm inclined to just let him. While stay. you guys are okay. looking around, uh, Carthius continues to go. You say, Goldman, uh, you hear about the Goldman from Dell? Yeah, he gave us like a pugilism of it. Yes, yes. Uh, he, he he means pointillism, a picture. I understand. Common is my second language as well. <laughs> yeah, like my second language is also common because I learned gnomish too when I was like a little kid. That's true. Not first though. He just doesn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hey, Crethius, is it only some of us are in the guild? I know this isn't necessarily officially guild business, but is this? Are we cool to talk about this um, amongst all of us? Yes. Uh, if you if you trust this young whippersnapper here, then uh, I have no issue with him being. With your party. Which whippersnapper is he looking at? <laughs> he uh, gestures towards Belton. I, I <laughs> whisper. The, the, the dwarf. I, I whisper <laughs> under my breath so that only I can hear, thanks for your fucking help. <laughs> I mean, Belton is from a prominent dwarven family. This is a dwarven elder. He has no reason not to trust Belton. Okay. And he, Belton being in here with you guys is just another, like, yep, Belton's good. Like, check mark for Crethius. Like, okay. he's got yeah. two check marks I'm, now. I'm okay with this, okay, actually. We we're not discreet. Yeah, no, no. I, Unless I got, one of okay. you guys has I, I have a plan, but we're cool. All right, he can stay. Like, I'm good. We're moving on. You, uh, so Del, uh, had the vision of a good man? Yes. And he sent you here to me? Again, yes. <sighs> Hey, Vaughn, do you remember, like, what Dell told us? Who's Vaughn? Hey, fuck it. <laughs> hey, Thomas, do you remember what <laughs> Dell? I don't care, what I said a second ago? Okay, uh, I prefer to only speak when spoken to by the good Sir Chadwick. It's not my place to, uh, interrupt. You are not wrong. Yeah, but you're like the official note-taker of the investigation or whatever we're doing. Yeah, are you taking all the notes as we've been walking and you've been carrying all those things? Or are you not doing that well as well? I'm taking notes. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how you're dunking on my character so hard. Crethius is uh, looking between your group, trying to find someone to give him more details. <clears throat> okay. Tom, give him all the details that you have, because I know you remember. You wrote it down, I'm sure. The only one to not be here for the recap is... <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know if uh, we are thinking of the same thing. I am not aware of Goatman. I am aware of other... Uh, of other horned-like creature In that is indeed. causing problems. Uh, Del uh, invited us to uh, go on this uh, mission to... Find out what happened to the previous uh, previous crew that he sent out uh, to this area. He had a vision of a, it looked like a massacre, with this horned demon uh, that was standing around, and he has sent us to investigate uh, what has happened to the crew. I believe we are talking about the same creature. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, well, it is as I feared after all this time, she says in a D&D &D cliche. 
It pains me to say it was not a guild party that was last sent out, but a party of our own, including my grandson. I have not yet returned. It must have been the pain that resonated in me at that loss that uh, Del felt and sent you to me. Yes, there has been an ancient disturbance. One we thought had been neutralized centuries ago, but we sent a party to investigate when odd happenstance started popping up and, well, it pains me to say the choices of our past are revisiting us. Sounds like it actually pains you to say that. <laughs> he's getting sick. <laughs> like he's, he's Does it hurt you? Bed. No. Oh, okay. Not at all. It's like gentle Hobbs voice. Except I'm trying to do an accent and it's not working. It's fine. <laughs> Corethius, you sound like you're like, you know, not doing so well. And I hold up my arm with a little blood running down. And I'm like, do you need more? Reese, I've told <laughs> yes. you they're not vampires. No, I, I get plasma treatments, but they, they must, uh, they must separate the, the plasma from the blood to begin with for me. I'm gonna keep okay. I'm gonna keep feeding into this. I don't know what plasma is, but like if you'd like a drink, I will squeeze it into a glass. Thank you very much, young man, but I have uh, I have plenty supply for myself. Oh, I told you it was like a blood bank for vampires. They're not vampires. <laughs> Quite the imagination on this one, isn't it? Well, Crethys, if you could just point us in the direction that this thing might be, we can try to go take care of this and maybe try to find your grandson. I will not send others out to their deaths for my mistakes. But I'd like a really like to kill a goat man. Well, do you do you have any information about this? being yes well it the lore of the dwarves dates back to the time of axon's coming Hmm. yes i know back a lot about that in the creation of the mountain heart we tapped into a magic a magic through axon's will and that magic has kept the mountain heart Driving, but for the power to sustain the mountain heart, we had to trade something of value away, and it has helped spawn one of Axon's, one of Axon's closest warriors, who, through prayer and prayer and time, has had no purpose in awakening, but. I believe we have disturbed it through uh, religious strife, discord. The imbalance between the gods has has awoken it from its vigil. Imbalance among the gods? The gods are in perfect balance. There's twelve. Yes, well, we we grew greedy for growth in the mountain heart and... Made a deal with the 13th. Mm, who's the 13th? 
I've already said Axon's name twice. <laughs> yeah, but Axon was just a prophet, so... Yes, that is the case, but Axon was also flesh born to us, willing to walk among us, willing to help us in our needs. Chadwick, didn't you, like, murder someone because of this well, person? I mean, really, like, right <laughs> in the second. It was really more of a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it was our greatest folly to believe that lie. Which lie? <laughs> to believe the lie of a new god born unto us. It has led to our prosperity, but also now this great trouble that brews on our horizon and has stolen my grandson from me. He coughs. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> hey, guys, do you think like, we should oh. we should like totally get his grandson back for him? Well, obviously, we can try. Sure. Or if we can. If he's alive. I mean, he's dead. <laughs> I don't know where. We can at least bring the body back. We can try. Yeah. I know not of you as warriors, but if this is a quest the great Dal has sent you on, then perhaps you are the right gentleman to undo the wrongs that those among us saw done. I mean, I think we are. Yeah, we'll, we'll like, give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you take this first step, guide you in the right direction, but be warned, going down this road will cause undulled chaos and unbalance that which has been precariously tilting back and forth on the fulcrum of the world for centuries. There was like a lot of words. <laughs> Uh, so wait, hold on really quick, like okay, out of so game. This is getting deep. <laughs> I know. He's coughing a little bit more now with every like long monologue he gives. <laughs> right. right. I put my arm closer he to is him. A <laughs> sick he is a sick old man. Right. Okay. So wait, hold on. Out of game. I'm trying to figure out. So he said this thing came was a. F when Axon came down. It was like, oh, my God, there's a God who's down here listening to us, willing to grant our wishes and give us power. And all we have to do is, like, trade some stuff or, like, make deals and, like, it'll be fine. And, like, we'll help build Axon's, like, army by contributing whatever we she asks of us. And she gives us this awesome power for our city. Okay. So this is just one of the warriors. This is one of her closest warriors. Okay. Vanquishing it will be easy. We release got it. I know. additional problems. Yeah, this is like some heavy shit. He also said he could send you down. He knows roughly where to send you. Oh, there like any books on the thing? Like, I, I'm not a fan of these books, but like, I think we might need to know more about the goat men. Yes, there. The cookbook. Yes. Can I pull it out really quick and just like page through and see if I see anything that looks roughly yes. Goatman-esque? Sure. Okay. You can roll an investigation. Do you remember mm -hmm. the cookbook? The cookbook from, it was from, the, from the witch in the witch yes. way back when? And I've had it all this time. Oh. We all definitely <laughs> remembered. <laughs> oh! Natural 20? Yeah, I did. Booyah. This cookbook 
is mostly a cookbook on how to make different potions that can mimic certain spells based on different body parts. The spell that uh, was in the wine that she was using on you was kind of a kind of control type spell based on the uh, blood of virile young men. There are others out there where you need the eyes of uh, maidens to help build your strength. There's others out there. Bone chips from gray-haired, wizened members of society can help with other things. There's basically a potion that can affect each of your stats in there. Just going to slowly reach in and you know, take a chunk of hair from uh, Crethius as we leave, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Is it temporary or permanent? They're temporary effects, yeah. There's, it's still cool, but... Yeah, there's a couple helpful. that'll affect your stats. Right, but nothing that and seems there's super... A no, there's nothing that feels good. Like, and there's a couple that will affect, like, uh, kind of charms, basically. Um, all of them, you have to do terrible things to do them. So I will... Horrified, I will put it back in the <laughs> bag... <laughs> Was that the book that had the stuff in it? Yeah, but it has nothing useful. I thought... No, I meant the goat man stuff. Huh? Oh, I just asked if there was a book that had stuff about a goat man, and then you pulled a book out. Right, no. Uh, I, we are talking about Axon, and I remembered that place, that island, the not island island that we were totally on. The cove? Yeah, the cove. I remembered the book that we got from the, from, like, the cookbook. And I just thought maybe it might have something to do with it, but she was an acolyte of Axon, and I thought possibly, but... Have you tried the elders of the clerics of knowledge? Two dwarven elders oversee that temple. They may have the knowledge you seek. Those bookworms? Um, You get a feeling these would be the same bookworms your historian was going to talk to. Um, if you wanted additional knowledge, if not, Crethius can send you down the path. Okay, Crethius. Yes. I think. <laughs> I think we need more information before we go off to find this thing. But can you tell us where to go after we get this information? Or will the do you think the information we gather will help us know where to go? The information you gather may assist you in vanquishing the evil that lurks. It is not hard among the elders to find the path. All of us are keepers of this of this secret that we must bear. So do I have to come back to you if I want to start going down the path? Like if I go get if I go hit up the knowledge bros, I can come back do I have to come back here or can I just leave from there you think and go? If they are willing to part with the information, you may go from there, but if you do not come back here, I will have to wish you well for, for now and pray for your safe arrival. Is there perhaps a password that we could say to these uh, clerics of knowledge that will kind of smooth over any kind of talking points that they would just know that you sent us? Uh, he uh, tries to raise his voice and he goes, There's one! There's one! Trying to get her attention from outside of the door. Uh, she has obviously been waiting for him to yell for her because she does not trust you all. And she comes back in very quickly and says, Yes, my lord, how may I help you? And uh, he goes, As when I need you to give them my seal. Uh, she goes, But 
Sir, that is, uh, that is part of dwarven culture. These are outsiders. And he goes, listen to me, this one. <laughs> <laughs> and she begrudgingly pulls out a seal that looks like the seal that you stamp in things, right? So that, yeah, like, okay. it's official. Yeah. And she uh, holds it out to you. And I'll, I will take it. You'll take it. Um, and she glares at you. What does she look like, by the way? She is a dwarven female, no beard. She has very pulled back, tight knot of hair at the back of her head. Uh, no business hairdo. Like, uh, no nonsense, very business hairdo. No business? Yeah. <laughs> Party in the front and the back. <laughs> um, she's in very basic studded leather armor. She's got a sword at her side. Her skin is fairly tanned for a dwarf. I'm going to look at her and be like, Hey, uh, god lady, do you want to like come kill a god? My job is to stay with Crethius. It is my honor-bound duty. Oh, I think he's going to die anyway. You should just come with us. Reese. <laughs> Cannot die. He will out- I told you he was a fucking vampire. Oh, Reese. <laughs> I will not let him. If death comes for him, I will kill death. Oh, my God. I love you so much. <laughs> Is there anything that, like, I can do? I mean, I can heal Do you have, like, him? a phone number? <laughs> <laughs> she, she... Ex- no, I was actually asking her, like, like, is there anything I can do? Like, I can try to heal him? She looks at you and she says, many a, many a healer have tried to stave off this illness. So you would have to be very special cleric to prolong his life. He's not that good. <laughs> can, can I give it a shot? If you could save his life, I would. I would owe you debt of gratitude, but I have no such hope. She lets go of the seal and goes back outside. Stands guard at the door. I mean, I'll try to heal him. You can try. I don't think I'll do anything, but I will give it a shot. Um, let's see. I'll cast... I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds level 2 is on Cure him. Is Cure Wounds touch or is it... That's the touch one. Okay, so you go to touch him and he stops you. Okay. And he says, Save your power, God boy. It, <laughs> <laughs> it is not something you can fix. It is the sin I took upon myself, eating away at my soul. And he pulls down his uh robe a little bit, and you see, like, spreading out from his heart, black veins, crawling across his skin. That looks like a vampire to me. <laughs> <laughs> I realize I'm not doing much yes. to help with this situation. <laughs> no, We're making this poor guy's last few moments of his life really miserable right now. <laughs> That's what we do. (laughs) His frail hand pulling down at the... He pulls it back up in shame. And he says, Think not on me, young children. Save the world's future and let those of us who have ruined its past die away. Maybe we can just try to fix... Fix it before you die away. I would love to see the world as it should be, but if you can restore it, 
My soul will live happily in the afterlife. Well, we'll give it our we'll give it a shot. So I guess uh with the seal I'll I'll say thank you and try to leave and go to the knowledge bros. Before you go, before you go, one parting gift. My grandson asked me to give him this family heirloom. And I, not supporting his venture with Eldit, it is my second greatest regret in my life. If it could have saved his, I will send it with you instead, hoping that you do not share my grandson's fate. I am quickly back at his side. Like, <laughs> what, what, what is this thing? And I'm rolling my eyes at Paleus like... Fucking hungry men? Like, this guy's ridiculous. I was walking towards the door and he goes, wait, and I stop, and then he starts talking about this thing. I go, hmm? The four of you can decide oh. who gets. That. I feel like we would all look at each other and roll yeah. our eyes, except can for I, I'll Jack, read it. Just like, you dick. It's going to make more sense for certain people. Oh, yeah, it would. He's probably going to so, smother him with a pillow to get it. <laughs> it's the first strike whetstone. Sounds like I kind of already know who this should go to, but once per rest, on a rest, you can sharpen any piercing or slashing weapon to give your first attack with the weapon after sharpening advantage. Okay, so we definitely know who should have this. It's not me. You don't use weapons. Right, I'm aware. But I take the whetstone anyway, and I will dole it out as I see fit. Or you give it to someone who's never hit with a melee attack. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, he's going to sharpen his quarter staff with a whetstone. <laughs> no, sharpen my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is like the first really decent item. Can we celebrate uh, the, the first? The Kilt of Courage is fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, it is. Okay, fine. The first the really decent item that like we should you've have earned. Yeah. That I didn't steal. Uh, hold on. Uh, someone has a cape of billowing, just for the record. Oh, Ooh. oh yeah. No, Ooh. as I walk out, I go... Billow. I say thank you and billow. And <laughs> Fairly well, young warrior. <laughs> I hope you're I'm here not, when I get back. I'm not actually coughing. I'm doing an amazing job acting. <laughs> With a capital A? With a capital A. I was an international thespian. <laughs> <gasps> Me too. So it's like uh, like preteen Sarah trying to memorize one week. Oh, it's been one week since you looked at me. What's the chicken Chinese chicken part? Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your dreams are ticking. Watch the X Files with the lights on. Something in French. I thought it was well. That's a maison, like a maison. Like Harrison, Harrison Ford, I'm getting, getting frantic. frantic. Like tantric. tantric. Next like thing it. is guaranteed to satisfy. Like Kurosawa, I make bad films. Kid don't make films. films. But if I did, they'd have a samurai. Okay, we're past. I have a tendency to make. <laughs> we're past public domain. This has to get cut. I just knew the line. Uh, get in tune with Sailor Moon because that cartoon has got the boom anime babes that make me think the wrong thing. <laughs> Today that would be white news. <laughs> <laughs>